Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. The colonialism of the French in Africa at large and what it means for today. So as I said in the last video, this is going to be the start of a week-long mini-series where I'm going to talk about the history of French colonialism in Africa, its current involvement and what that means for the broader geopolitics of the world, and a few other things. So I guess we're going to start off with um, sort of the brief history of French colonialism in Africa, particularly North Africa, because that's the earliest start and it kind of I need to explain some things about how and why this happened before the rest of everything starts to make sense. So the start of French colonization in Africa is often seen as the start of what's known as the Second French Colonial Empire. The first French colonial empire was the one that involved like Louisiana, Acadia, Quebec, Canada, France, like New France. Uh, a lot of the territories um, in the Eastern Caribbean and parts of India. This was the original French colonial empire, but they lost the vast majority of this after the Seven Years' War with the British. That's why Canada's British now, despite having a notable French population. It's why parts of the um, Eastern British Caribbean still speak French Creole, things like this. So that was the first empire that they lost. And so, oh, hey, we're supposed to be this powerful white Western European nation. We need some more of that prestige and a morale boost. So where can we find it? And so they turned to North Africa, which was under the nominal jurisdiction of the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire at this point in time, though, was pretty much a sick man. It was dying and it was uh, increasingly decentralized and losing control at the fringes, which in this case was North Africa. Now, um, what happened was the Ottoman Empire, because it was so massive, they kind of had regional rulers known as Beys, and the Beys would rule on behalf of the Ottoman Sultan, but in a largely decentralized fashion. They were effectively governors of their own domains, more or less, and they operated to a certain extent, fairly independently. And uh, the French and other powers, such as the Italians and the British, would use this to their advantage to use any provocation as a casus belli for war and thereby conquest and occupation. So this all starts with the seizing of the city of Algiers in 1830. Um, this was done because apparently, I think it was the Bay had... Uh, apparently slapped the French diplomat with his fan in what became known as the fan affair. And uh, he wouldn't apologize. And so the French, you know, can't stand for this. And so they seized the port of Algiers. Uh, there were nominal problems with piracy and other stuff. I mean, the Barbary Wars were still in recent memory for a lot of people. Um, so they just kind of cobbled together a very weak list of reasons to invade and conquer Algeria. And so the conquest of Algeria begins in 1830, but it takes a long time to get done. They start having lots of different battles and little wars, and they have to fight against an absolute legend named Abdul Kader. But we'll get to him uh, in probably a different video, like a historic biopic kind of thing. Um, but the French conquest of Algeria doesn't actually end until the early 1950s. It was just slow conquest throughout the mountainous north and then the expansive Sahara to the south. 
but it was something that the French kind of wanted to do to reclaim imperial prestige and open access to new markets. And so while Algeria was the first, it was really only the opening volley. Um, the next one that happened uh, was the establishment of the Protectorate of Tunisia in 1881. Um, basically, again, the Bey was not cooperating with French or Italian demands, and the Italians wanted Tunisia because, oh, look, it used to be part of the Roman province of Africa, so we deserve it, and it's closer to us. Um, the French, however, didn't want another European rival sitting next to their freshly conquered and still continuing to be conquered territory of Algeria. So the French were very protective of Algeria's neighbors, which is why they would ultimately conquer, either through direct conquest or through the establishing of protectorates, Morocco and Tunisia. So um, with Tunisia, it was kind of a similar affair where um, they didn't have uh, the a proper reason to go to war necessarily they just kind of made one up out of a insult and so they quickly bombarded some cities and tunis and established a protectorate that was friendly towards the french and this then secured their eastern front i think actually the official reasoning for why the french invaded tunisia was that um some rebels who were fighting in algeria were using the border of Tunisia as a base and because the Bey wouldn't expel them or because he wasn't even sure that they were really using it as a base, something like that. They just, oh, well, that's your, you're harboring enemies. Therefore we have to invade you. And so they did. And Tunisia was made a protectorate. And then that kind of just continues until Tunisian independence. Uh, then of course we have Morocco. And Morocco is the last one to be added. Now, Morocco wasn't added until uh, 1907. Until then, they definitely had relations with not only the French, but also the Spanish being right next door. This is why there's also um, Spanish Morocco in the very northern band of um, Morocco, which is now, uh, I think it's actually known as an area known as the Rif or the Reef. And this allowed Spain control over the West Mediterranean, secured some of their borders. You know how it is. Uh, with regards to the French, their reason for beginning the conquest of Morocco and ultimately establishing a protectorate over the Alawite Kingdom of Morocco had involved um, the assassination of a, I think it was a pharmacist named Emile Marchand. And he was a pharmacist in Marrakech. And for whatever reason, who knows if it was justified or not, he was assassinated basically by public stoning by the citizens of Marrakech, not too far from his pharmacy. Was it witchcraft? Did he assault someone? Did he spit on someone? Was it just people mad at white people? Who knows, right? The point was that this was yet another flimsy excuse where France took the assassination of one of its citizens overseas as pretext for a colonial invasion. So in 1907, the French conquest of Morocco begins. And it actually spans, again, several decades. Um, only about half of what is current modern-day Morocco was conquered by the French. 
by the end of the First World War. It wasn't until the 20s and the 30s that they finally conquered the rest of Morocco and established the protectorate around it. So this is kind of the broad strokes of North Africa and how it became under the purview of the French. Algeria was especially important to them in the sense that Algeria was considered a part of metropolitan France or mainland France. This was the same with many of their overseas territories in the South Pacific and of course French Guyana in uh, South America, which technically counts as a French department. It's considered part of France and not an overseas territory. We'll get to more of these in a bit, but this is the broad strokes of North Africa, which was largely purely for imperialistic reasons. France's pride was wounded and they wanted a morale boost and to get back a sense of superiority because they felt entitled to it. And something like a million, like anywhere from 500,000 to a million Algerians had to die in a genocide for the sake of French pride. Morocco and Tunisia had to lose their independence for the sake of French pride and entitlement. And this is really only beginning because while they also wanted access to the markets and as well as imperial prestige, this also leads to, well, what else can we conquer? And the advent of better technology and medicine, especially quinine, that would allow for the scramble of Africa to happen. But we're gonna get into that in the next video. But the fact that the the colonialism of the French and the beginnings of their colonial empire in Africa stretch back to the 1830s and come about as a result of them being wounded and embarrassed and feeling entitled to an empire and imperialism is definitely what's bothering me today.